But yeah, so all right, so let's get into it. So I apologize again for that, Latoya and Keith. But again, these are kind of the workarounds, um, working from home, as Latoya brought up the bandwidth from everybody working from home. I guess that's why we need that 5G now. So again, this is the MedVets. We are here on this wonderful Wednesday morning, March 25th, with Latoya Cooper, who is a songwriter, a artist, and a positive energy influencer. And Latoya, I just want to thank you for joining the show, just for all the listeners and Keith as well. So I met Latoya at a South by Southwest event in Austin. And when she connected, when we connected, she just had such a positive and radiant energy. And now our topic of discussion today is based on words of affirmation and how that can be used to help heal. So Latoya, thank you for joining us. And if you just want to um, just have you know, kind of just briefly explain what it is you do, your background, and, and how did you get into, where you, you know, this music industry? Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to be here to talk about the subject that um, I'm very passionate about and very dear to my heart. I agree with you 110% that um, positive affirmation, personal conversation is really, really important to, to our being um, as human beings. And it's so interesting how music kind of brought me to this point in life and seeing the value of this, this exact subject. So I started singing at three years old and I, God didn't really tell me what he was going to do with the singing, but all he kept telling me was to never stop singing. However, I did stop singing. I suffered with depression for about 10 years and I didn't know why. And as I grew older and realized that it was because I had lost my spiritual connection and that that was how um, God and I really connected was through the singing, the act of singing. And so when I reconnected um, with God and I, I, he told me to start singing again, he still didn't tell me what he was going to do with it. But now everything is starting to come together, just realizing how being in alignment really um, births such positive energy and how it's so important for us to be in alignment as human beings. And so with my positive affirmation and just, and just making sure that everyone that I encounter and have the opportunity to experience that I am my authentic self in that space. Wow. Wow. That is a, an amazing story. And thank you for sharing that personal story for, with us. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, it's really exciting to know the difference of what affirmations can do to a person and how such positive energy can really shift a, a person's whole day, if not lifestyle. So just for our listeners out there, words of affirmations aren't just really based focus on telling your loved ones, I love you, or I miss you, but more so expressing affection through spoken, spoken words, such as praise and appreciation, right? So we talked about the five love languages, the book called the five love languages, which I've never read, but I heard it's a really good book. Because it, it speaks to the way where people can connect. And I think positive affirmations is one of them. I haven't read the book, but have you, Latoya or Keith, ever read uh, the five love languages? And if so, what do you know about it? And you know, what, what, what should our listeners take away? I have read the five love languages. I haven't read it in full. I think I've read it up to the five love languages, which are word of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, quality, time, and physical touch. I read it for two reasons. One, so I could better understand myself and what kind of gets me by on a, on a daily basis, uh, whether it's in um, a relationship or even just, you know, even, you know, networking with different individuals. So it made me understand how to really appreciate myself and others that, 
that I was um, engaging with. And going along the lines of word of affirmation, I think the timing right now is perfect with everything that we have going on. We do need, you know, positive vibes, really good energy to lift our spirits. Sometimes the best word, you know, that we can hear, you know, can come from from others sometimes. So that way we can continue to be um, encouraged. So, so yeah. Absolutely. Um, I agree 110% with what you said, Keith. And what I find, what I found so fascinating about this particular book is that understanding the different um, languages, love languages, it's, it's really not that complex to understand, right? But it, when we don't realize or understand how people receive love or understanding it, it seems complicated, but then when mm-hmm. we are able to, to break it down, it's it's so simple, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, people need to be heard. People need to be touched. People need um, need us to provide services. Some people experience um, value and love through doing something kind for them and, and things like that. So it is very valuable and um, it really changes and really grows our relationships when we understand how people love to be received and understood. No, I agree 100%. So, so I have a question for you now. So what was one of, just off of memory, the first thing comes to mind, what was one of the nicest things someone has ever said to you? And then flip that, what were some of the nicest things that you have ever, you could recall? Actually, let's stick with the first one. (laughs) What were some of the, what's some of the nicest things someone has ever said to you that that made such an impact on you throughout your day or throughout that moment? And and what was it that they shared with you? Just hearing from people how I've helped to change their life. You've helped me do what I've always wanted to do. You help inspire me to move towards being successful in my life and to have happiness. That right there is everything for me. That's part of my mission. That's part of um, what I'm here to do is to help people be successful. And when I hear, hear that feedback, that's how I know that I'm moving in the right direction. I, I like that a lot. Now, Keith, I know you don't really also always have nice things to say, but um, what what <laughs> what would be some kind things that that you know someone has told you that has pushed you in a positive direction? You know, depending on the day, people can say you know nice things. They can say negative things, but I can recall in college, I went to a meeting and it was hosted by Spike Lee, and he didn't say anything positive to me directly. But my takeaway from that was him, he, Spike Lee is, you know, recognized in the film industry for what he does. But, you know, my takeaway was he had went through film school and done so many other things that he thought that when he got done with school, that he would get a job and he would be, he would be good to go. He said that, you know, he had his degree, jobs were not readily available for what he was doing. And so he had to do things on his own. And I think that's when he created his own film early on. I think it was called Joe's Barbershop or something like that. I can't really call, you know, the name of his first film. But, you know, for me, it was inspiring because he was famous at that time. He came out of college. But before then, he had to really go about it on his own. And, you know, it was inspiring because nobody's going to give you anything. You have to work hard for it. And so for me, his words, even though not, you know, him speaking directly to me, 
his words were very positive so that for me to know like look i'm not ever going to need a a handout i'm going to do what i do based on my performance and what i put into anything so for me that conference that he, that he was hosting very um positive for me so so I will say it was just, you know, just seeing and hearing Spike Lee talking about if you really want something, you have to go out there and get it on your own. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to give you. So. Man, I, I agree. And I, I can't, I think you're absolutely right. It was Joe's Bedside Barbershop was his, was his first movie by Spike Lee. Um, I can't recall the, the last thing someone had told me, but I do re- remember that a week ago I was talking to someone. And kind of just, I, I felt the need to really just speak to this individual and let them know that they have a superpower, right? So it was someone that I work with and, you know, not a lot of people see kind of their positive traits or their characteristics as a superpower. But this particular individual, I feel like she's just so kind, loving, and motherly that I, I swear you could put her in a room full of anyone, like any sharks, wolves, whatever, and she will be so kind, loving, and nurturing that they have nothing. They just open up to her as if she was their own mother or their own family member. So I, I, in my eyes, I had to kind of let her know that that is a superpower. That is something that not a lot of people have, but it lets her shine in a room amongst millions. So to me, that's a superpower. So I feel like just spreading information like that. And sometimes people don't always take it the right way, right? It could be awkward. It could be like they hear it all the time, but it is what it is. And there's also words that people don't want to hear, right? So now flipping it to the medical side, right? Like you would think like a word such as growth or access, right? Growth and access. They sound positive if you're talking about money or business, right? But actually you may hear the word growth and then put it with disease, now it's negative or contaminated. No one wants to hear that nowadays. So these words, depending on how surgeons interact with their patients, they need to be more mindful. But do you hear more common positive words like access or effective or accessible, right? Those words can have a lot more of a positive affirmation towards patients when speaking to them. No one wants to hear, there could also be words such as overused or worn out that could have a more positive effect such as, you know, cracked, inflamed, or broken. So I do think that our listeners out there, surgeons, doctors, any type of clinicians, we need to be more mindful of how we are communicating from the time the patient walks in into the time that they leave because words do play a very keen role in how we communicate. You know, uh, growing up, I'm pretty sure everyone has heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And I always hated that saying, words are just words. And I believe that all the way up until the age of, I would say 22. But words really do have a strong effect on people. So Keith, what, what, what would be some, some words that you feel that could have a positive and negative condescent in the, in like the industry that you're in? Well, you know, with um, health, healthcare, you know, I work a lot with neurosurgeons in the operating room and you know even you know before that when I was in the Air Force I worked with different surgeons that did different specialties. I don't think there are certain words that a physician or a doctor can use because you have to understand and I use this word all the time you have to understand your audience. So no patient is going to be the same 
no family member is going to be the same. But one of the things that I do know patients and family members you know, want is the reassurance, reassurance that they're being taken care of, the reassurance that their loved one is being taken care of. And a lot of that is communication. In healthcare, patients have a fear of, of coming out of surgery. Then the loved ones can be in a waiting room for three to four hours and there's that fear of the, of, of the unknown as far as what's going on. So I think as long as there's constant communication or there's constant updates, I believe those are things that can mm-hmm. really have a positive effect on, on the outcomes you know, of, of the patient and of the family members. So I can't really pinpoint an actual word. I just think it's just, just providing updates and, you know, again, that positive reassurance that their loved one being okay, or the positive assurance that, hey, your surgery went well. I think though, um, that may be probably the best word for you know patients that I, that I work with. Your surgery went well. That's it. You don't want to hear <laughs> there are any kind of complications. You don't want to hear there are any kind of complications or, or anything else. But mm-hmm. I think if I had to pinpoint it after talking through this, I think your surgery went well. It's probably the best reassurance that a patient and a family member can hear from a doctor. Absolutely. I would like to add an element, um, just kind of piggybacking on what Keith said, is um, delivery, you know, and how we deliver whatever we're communicating and body language. I believe Mm, body language language counts for majority of communication. And when it comes to keeping, you know, people's spirits uplifted and and making that, that deeper connection, how we deliver and our body language plays a huge part. I agree. You know, and some one of the things we don't always talk about, but I think 100% of every individual deals with is some form of, of mental health in a way to where we all express some form of depression. If we're expecting a certain gift on Christmas, we don't get it. It's a form of, de- of depression. Or I found out on, on Monday that I'm getting old because now my back starts hurting. Now going into, <laughs> man, yeah. I'm feeling depressed. Like, man, I'm getting, I'm getting old. I never thought it was supposed to happen to me. Why, am I, why does my back hurt? I'm doing everything that I need to do. But those can be things that deal with our, our mental health. And so we always focus on our physical health, whether it's going to the gym, eating right. But mental health plays a part into all of this as well. How do we come over depression? Right now, we have a lot of people that are dealing with the effects of not working right now because of the stay at home and the social distancing. So uh, Latoya, can you share some of your insight as far as how to talking about positivity? Absolutely. And I think it goes back to what I mentioned earlier about just being in alignment. And I think as you mentioned, what's happening now, um, a lot of people are out of work. We're, We're so unsure about what's happening, we're afraid. And one thing that I, that I personally realized in this moment, and this may be helpful for other people, is whenever things get shaky, it's really our world asking us to take a step back and to look at what's going on in our world, what's, what's happening in our lives, what are things that we need to um, look at, change, um, be more mindful of, and whenever we get into those depressed states, that's really what 
is being asked of us. We have to, we really have to be honest with ourselves. We have to ask ourselves real questions and be in a space where we're willing to make the correct moves to bring happiness, peace to our lives. Mm. And I know there's different elements to look at depression. So, you know, it's a, it's a clinical component. And then there's also moments, there's also elements where we're not being really, really truthful with ourselves. A lot of people struggle with depression because they're, they're living a life that's not truly theirs. They're carrying responsibilities that maybe are not even required responsibilities of their lives, but they feel obligated out of whatever pressures of life. And once again, as I mentioned, it's a, it's an element of stepping back and being real with, with ourselves and saying, what type of changes am I willing to make to be happy, to be centered, to be whole and to, and to really discover what is really important in my life. Bringing us back to home base and reevaluating our lives definitely will help with depression. Mm, I, I agree with that. And thank you hundred percent. I, I would like to know Latoya when writing your music, or when writing music, because you do write music for other people as well, correct? That is correct. Okay, so when writing your music, or when writing music in general, how do you select the right words? Because, and, and what I mean by that is, so let's say, you may find, you may be writing about something, and you may be lyrically in tune, and I guess, it, I guess the rhyming doesn't, so to speak, but how do you select the words that, you really want to make sure that your listeners will understand, I guess, whether you, let's just stick with the course, I guess. I, I, I mean, I'm not an expert in this area, so please excuse my ignorance, <laughs> but I just, if, when, when songwriting, is there a right way to select words um, or do you, do you kind of just go with what's flowing inside of you with that positive energy, right? So is it a kind of a, a more of a spiritual inside feeling of what you're feeling intrinsically or is it, just, you know, what, what comes to mind? Are you mindful of what words you're selecting when writing this music? Absolutely. I'm very, very mindful. Music is very powerful. And so I'm very cautious about the words and the music that I choose because I'm releasing that out to the universe. So I do think about that. I I take some time to think about how will these particular words um, affect people? Um, How will they connect with people? Will they hear these certain words? And there's some science behind it as well. And when you study the art of songwriting, there's certain words that common in very popular songs, like the word you. Um, You'll hear that a lot because when you you hear someone say you, it, it sparks people's ears because you're talking about me. You know, even though you're talking about everybody in the room, it feels very personal. So there are some keywords that you can use, but for the most part, I try to write from a place where I know that whether I'm 25 or 65, the music is still going to be relevant and it's going to be something that I can still be proud of. Yeah. And, and I agree. I love that statement. Music is powerful. I, I, I couldn't agree with that anymore. Music soothes, soothes the savage beast. And what that means is whenever you're feeling type of me personally, whenever I'm feeling type of negative energy or, or whenever I'm feeling down, music is like kind of that key indicator that can like just like just calm my nerves, right? And put me in that vibe, that that level of energy which I need. Frequency. So what song what song would that be for you? What song would kind of put you in that vibe to where you're having a, a bad day, you feel like the world is against you? What word what song? would kind of lift your spirits and keep you moving. I'll let Latoya answer that first. 
was thinking, I was, I was waiting for your answer. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, there's there, so there. You see, Marcus, Marcus is trying to take the, he's trying to take the easy way out right now. No, I know, I know, I know my, no, mine, my song, my song is literally Lovely Day by Bill Withers. All right. So like, okay. That song will always 100%. I can listen to it early in the morning or right before bed. That's that song can be my go-to song just to switch my vibe instantly. Okay. It really depends on my mood. I can't say it's all, it's going to work a hundred percent of the time effective, but that's a great song and it works most of the time. When I think about this, I see myself in the car, like singing along and like no one's watching. And I'm like, there's so many songs that do that for me. At the same time, I love the instrument so much. I tend to gravitate towards artists that have such beautiful instruments. And even though Anita Baker sings such soothing music and something about her voice that just takes me to this very magical place, it's her, her instrument is absolutely beautiful to me. And that, that just takes me to this very peaceful place. So I, I would say Anita Baker does that for me. All of her music does that for me, so. Nice, all right, Keith, what about you? Go ahead. My my song is Diana Ross. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no river low. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So yeah, it's like like basically what it means is like you know there are always gonna be obstacles in our way. Mm-hmm. You know you may feel like that challenge may be too great or something is just is gonna be un- unachievable. But if you have positive vibes and at the end of the day, we probably learned this back in kindergarten. You know, the little train that could. I think I can. I think I can. If you keep believing in yourself, then you know that you can achieve many things. Your 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 limitations are only within your mind and what you set yourself up for. You can set yourself up for success. You can set yourself up for failure. And if you continue to to speak positively into something, then it's going to come. People are familiar with the saying is speak it into existence. If you talk about it, if you're open about it, if you communicate about it, then it's going to happen. So, so yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. And Little Engine was, was a, a good analogy. Well said, sir. <laughs> but um, also, also what goes into like music and words are the way it's said, the vowels, the frequencies of what, and, and I, I believe in this, it, it, to what it says and what it does. Like people talk to their plants and it helps them grow. They play the plants music. I think the words and those frequencies, the sound of what it says, how it comes off the tongues and goes into that person's ears makes a huge difference. So that's why music, I believe, is so key. I haven't heard the album yet, but Janae Akia or Akio, please dis- <laughs> excuse me if I'm saying it wrong, but I guess her, she released her new album based off of the sound of frequencies and the words that she puts out there. So I think that's pretty positive and impactful. And, and then it, it makes, it has me thinking like, how often do artists do something like that? It's more common than we think. And actually in popular music, that is something that's pretty much usually always considered in the process. The frequency of sound can create different emotions and actions really it's it's very fascinating it's it's very controversial and artists we talk about this a lot (laughs) and um so so yes as i mentioned music is very powerful and artists and and people in the industry are aware of how sound affects our, our state of mind thanks for that so um well, last question before we get before we end you know we're we're, we're going to be closing up soon but i i, I want to know from you from both of you should we only use affirming words with people we know people we're connected to and people that we love 
or is it fair to use it with strangers and people that we just absolutely do not know? I would say it's, it's, it's actually a great thing to use it with people we don't know. And the reason why I say that is because, believe it or not, people don't hear of kind words often enough. You know, we don't, we don't think about that. We assume people, cause we're, we're all bubbly and we're happy and you know, we're moving around and, and we seem to be having a great day, but that's not always the case for a lot of people. And, and, and I'm sure both of you have noticed this probably if when you meet someone that you don't know very well, um, and you give, you, you offer them a compliment, you'll see them perk up. You know, you'll, you'll notice that, whoa, they haven't heard this in a while. I do try to be aware of that. I, I make it an effort. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll write a little note in my notepad for the day, compliment three people today, randomly compliment three people today, make their day that simple, just kind gesture will just brighten their whole day, if not their whole week. So for me, it's just, yes, everyone, everyone, <laughs> spread the love for everyone. I, I agree. I agree. And one of the things I like to say before we get off is, you know what, Marcus, we had a challenge with the earlier recording, but I appreciate you finding a solution <laughs> and being positive, not being discouraged and finding another outlet. And so you took your time, you were patient and you made it happen. So, no, you did your thing today. Yes, great job. Hey, thank you. Well, it was, it was all it was a team effort. So thank you for, both for cooperating. And for the listeners that don't know, before pre-recording, you know, I, I had a solution that I thought was excellent. Um, but Latoya actually offered a better one. So here we are today, live in action, recording this message just for you guys. So thank you again, Latoya. Thanks for Keith for being so patient. And I just want to say that, you know, there is very much power in sharing kind words. It seems like such a simple thing to do, but it's something that people take seriously and they notice it right so when speaking to another person speak to them positively speak to them nicely if you don't have nothing to say don't say anything at all because words do shape and reinforce how people and patients cope with their problems latoya before we close out i would love for you to please let our listeners know ways they can reach you for whether it be music questions, music writings, any type of songs, your websites, anything you have coming forward in the future, let everyone know and how to get in contact with you. Absolutely. I can be found at latoyacooper.com or musicmeetstheboardroom.com. So I'm not only a recording artist, I also work with other creatives in helping them build their business and to be successful in their craft and to find their musical mission. Love it. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast today. Um, Keith, do you have any last words? Uh, no. Again, thank you uh, both for your time. Just continue to, to be safe and take the necessary um, precautions for your family members and, and loved ones. I agree. And I encourage all our listeners to subscribe, share positive words of affirmation with everybody out there in the world. And please reach out to Latoya. She is a very vibrant, positive person. Just have a conversation with her alone and you'll get to see. Thank you again, Latoya. I really appreciate it. Thank you both. This was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.